Hi, welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. My name is Dave Pryor. Chris Lee has joined me. We're both fresh back from San Diego and recovering from the wonderful but grueling experience of the Scrum Gathering, 2017 Scrum Gathering. Um, so, Chris, thank you for being here. No, thanks for having me, Dave. Really appreciate it. So, the whole experience of being at the Scrum Gathering, for me, for me at least this year, was amazing. But um, one of the coolest moments was at the very, very end, like literally a half an hour before I had to leave to get my plane, Chris and I got into a very strong, passionate <laughs> debate about a simple subject. And then I went and checked with two authorities on the subject. So I, we were talking about it and thinking that it would be a great conversation to kind of rehash here because this is a question that comes up a lot in class for both Chris and I. So uh, and then there may not be a right answer to it. We each have very strong but different opinions based on our own experiences with it. So... Um, do you, Chris, do you want to present it or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, you can kick it off, and but I would like to say I think it's it's awesome. It was easily one of the most mentally stimulating and thought-provoking conversations, and it was at the end when people are basically saying goodbye and going to the airport. It's, it all, I almost wish it would have happened earlier so because then more people could have kept been, fighting uh, about it the whole time. Caught in the blast radius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's cool is that what's cool is that uh, ending up in the same place basically, which which is very very normal <laughs> yeah and for me one of the if you if you manage to make it through the, the part where chris and i are talking for me that one of the coolest parts it was at the very end when i got to go ask some people who are sort of the people you would ask so that was mm -hmm. kind of neat too yep. so basically chris and i were talking about sprint planning and the different ways that we teach it and the debate kind of arose over whether or not when when you're in sprint planning if the team should assign the tasks to different team members, or let me say it differently because Chris is going to jump down my throat already. <laughs> if the team members should self-assign or take tasks that they define during split planning, is that, did I get it? Did I say it right? Because I know I said I'd it wrong the other time. No, it's close enough. And I, I know what you mean when you say assign. Okay. I mean, it's not a, uh, uh, you know, I mean more the act of you will work on this as opposed to like, hey, we've got a name on it. That's more of what you meant. Well, um, yeah, like, well, as opposed to somebody saying, hey, Chris, this is yours, to you, to Chris saying, hey, that's something I'd like to work on. I'd like to have that for myself during the sprint, right? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I shoot for. The term I always like to use is accepting responsibility on an individual basis. Like, hey, I got that. I'd like to do that. Okay, and do you want to share your, your reasoning for all this? Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, uh, and if you just want me to go, I can just go and just yeah. cut me off whenever. Um, my, I'll just, my approach, I'll just and, shut the whole thing off. <laughs> shut it, click. Yeah, <laughs> we're done with you. Next call. And there's eight, <laughs> what is it, Jodie Foster? The eight minutes of, of dead space in t when she was in contact was that? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> contact reference, Chris. But um, basically, what I like to do and my kind of approach overall towards sprint planning is that while the Scrum team walks in overall, and when I say Scrum team, I mean product owner, Scrum master, and development team, I really want to create a sense of empowerment for the members of the development team that they feel really, really good about the plan that they've come up with. Meaning, when I say the plan, their sprint backlog, which is you know, for those of you who get to read the, the guide as much or don't teach, it's, it's the set of backlog items 
that the team is really trying to knock out along with their plan of implementing them to realize the sprint goal. And what I like to do personally is, and this is, this is how I teach it, is that the team will come in and, and, you know, they're hopefully feeling good. And then as they're selecting backlog items saying, okay, what do we need to do uh, to make this thing a reality? And then as the team, the team puts their head together and say, okay, what's something else that we need to do? And then individuals say, you know, as, through a couple different ways that I'll teach, eventually this place you end up in is people have accepted responsibility and said, hey, I'd like to do that. And I think that's going to take me about blank. And then this was kind of what Dave, you'll hear Dave's take on it, which I think is a cool way to do it also. Um, but eventually at the end of this particular ceremony, the team can look at each other and say, hey, we feel good about our plan. We came up with this plan. We accepted responsibility for what we think we're going to knock out. Um, by, you know, hey, a bunch of us are going to sworn to make these backlog items a reality. Uh, and then they didn't overcommit. And then through their conversations throughout the sprint, primarily in the daily scrum, but other conversations, uh, they would they could realign their activities as need be. Hey, uh, my kid got sick. Hey, um, you know, there's an accident somewhere. Hey, I, I forgot about this. Uh, and those, those realignments, Dave uses a different word. I'll let him say it. Uh, that can happen. Uh, throughout it. But I just feel I want team members to be able to high five and say, we feel really good about our sprint backlog when they leave sprint planning. Um, and hopefully, you know, product owner feels good about it too. But that's always been kind of my approach instead of, uh, you know, kind of the the agreed upon uh, time, you know, what do we think, you know, having a, you know, your standard dev lead, dev manager, that shouldn't take you four hours, it should take you two, um, doesn't feel as empowering to the individual who says, I'll, I'll knock that out. So in a nutshell, that's what that's what I look like. So, so Dave, do you think that captures? Yeah, I think that's things? that's good. That's what we talked about. Yeah, I think, and my my difference of opinion is based on experiences that I've had. So I teach it um, where the team members look at each product backlog item and break them down into tasks, and that's because of the teams that I've worked with. That's necessary. I know there's teams that do task on the fly in my teams. The ones that I've gotten have never been able to do that. So. I have yeah, them task the workout. <laughs> yeah, I've had them task it out, and then say that there's you know a task that maybe two people on the team could do. One guy's going to take an hour. One guy's going to take four hours. You do have that question of how much time do we set aside, and that is something I want them to be responsible for making a decision about. So, when when people leave the sprint planning, if I'm leading it, no one's going to have any work assigned, because I want the whole team to take ownership of the whole forecast for what they're going to do and I want them to have a plan which is tasked out but nothing assigned as to mm -hmm. how each um, how how they're going to get the work done now um, a big reason for that is because I've worked on teams where each person would walk around with their list of stuff they had to do and mm -hmm. I found it was really hard for me to create that sense of we have stuff we have to do when you get to the daily scrum I want the team members to read to discuss how to redeploy themselves every single day to make as much progress towards the goal as possible. So that's why I don't want the work pre-assigned because I want them coming in thinking, holy crap, we have all this stuff we have to do. Um, and towards the, you know, you said you want them to feel good about the, the commitment and the plan, and I want that too, but I also want them to have this feeling of weight because they're going to have to go into the sprint review and say, hey, we, you know, we did this or we didn't. And if they didn't, they're going to have to have a good excuse. So that's why I encourage the tasking. And I have a capacity calculator I use, too. I know that was when we talked about it, that was one oh, of your right, concerns. Right. So I have a tool that I, I let teams use to figure out at an individual level, how much time can I actually work? You know, when people walk in thinking like 80 hours for a two-week sprint, it's usually like 15 hours. 
um, that they can actually do something. So um, for me, it is very much like training wheels. Um, but <laughs> I want I, I it, the scrum master's job of creating the sense of we is very very important. And my fear is that task or people taking tasks during sprint planning will make that harder for the scrum master to do that. Got it. So we have differences of opinion on this, and we both have a lot of respect for one another. I think so. Um, that we, but we had, we, we didn't come to like a anybody won. It was just kind of like a okay. It was good. like a, this is a this is what I've seen. This is what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I did forget to mention Dave because it, you you did said the one thing as far as like a calculator. Yeah. Uh, for the teams that I work with, and kind of going with what you said, it's like you're not going to get you know, X hours within a two week sprint because of all the activities that are going on. And we know. So in the past, what my teams will do is like during some sort of ongoing chartering exercise or working agreement, yeah. they'll figure out, okay, this is about how much I should realistically be able to take on, you know, a team member could take on within that sprint. And in the, in the example of a two week sprint, uh, what teams would dial in about 60 hours for okay. that, for instance. Yeah. And so we would go around, we'd go around the room just say, Hey, you know, Hey, are you good for 60? And people say, yeah, I'm good for 60. I'm good for 60. 60 or people would say, Hey, I'm actually not good for that. I'm good for this. And we would actually draw out what looked like fundraising thermometers, like, yeah. you know, like a grid that would fill up and they'd say, this is when I'm topped off. So as people, and that, that's why it would work in conjunction with the idea of, Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to accept that. And this is how long it'll take me. The meeting's done when we filled things up. And I'd seen instances where team members would say, Hey, let's pull one more backlog item in because it looks like we've got enough room to top ourselves off. Let's grab that. Cause they could always do it later, but they would feel good that they, did not uh, overcommit, you know, hey, suddenly you got the hero going, oh, 120, you know, 140. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't want that. So I forgot, to, I, I apologize, I didn't mention that earlier. That's that's actually how I would start things off of what do you guys think? Uh, and they would have an honest conversation about what they could commit. Um, no, no calculators or anything, just like a quick quick hitter. Okay, cool. Yeah. All so right. yeah, definitely go for it. So we have this discussion and this is, I mean, if you've never been to a scrum gathering or the actual conference, one of the coolest things about it, I think, is that the people whose books you buy, whose standards you follow, they're all there. And so Chris <laughs> and I finished this debate, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go find out. So I just walked up to <laughs> Diana Larson, and I tapped her on the shoulder. She was about to leave, and I asked her the question. And she was talking. She, she said uh, she was in agreement with the not assigning work during sprint planning she was relating it more back to agile fluency. She said if at the lowest level, um, you know, for a new team, that might be something you needed to do, but that she really wanted the team to be looking at it as a collective thing that they would do. Um, and then I went outside and Ron and Chet, Ron Jeffries and Chet Hendrickson <laughs> were waiting for the shuttle and I said, hey, can I ask you guys a question? And Chet turns around and said, yes. And I explained the situation. And I said, we're trying to figure out if, if the, we should assign tasks during sprint planning. And Ron didn't even turn around. He said, there's two problems with that. One, you shouldn't assign anything. And two, you shouldn't have tasks. And then Chet explained to me that if you're having to break PBIs down into tasks, your PBIs are too big. Um, they're sort of up the everything should be a one school. Um, but they were also kind of in the, let, you know, let's, let's decide on the fly. Um, for the, you know, cohesion of the team and things like that. So it was... It was a neat, I think they, they both come at it from very different perspectives. Ron and Chet, obviously, from the XP side of the house, and you know, Diana was focused a little more on fluency. I'm just focused on the fact that I have 
had a lot of broken teams that can't do anything. <laughs> need a lot of help. <laughs> so um, it's just, I think there's lots of ways to do it. Um, we wanted to kind of rehash this because I don't know if you, if you have any final words. I just think it's neat that there's so many different opinions about it and they're all based on our experiences. Oh yeah, I, th I think it's completely awesome. And you know, I mentioned earlier that we're all trying to get to the same place. And really, what is that? It's it's providing that stream of value, while at the same time uh, fostering that sense of we, uh, you know, that that forecast of what what a team wants to do for the next week, two weeks, whatever it might be. That really should feel like it's in the team's hands. I think that's what we're all trying to get to, where we feel good, you know, as a team. We feel good. there's a sense of we, where you know, there's weight to it, where we want to walk in to the sprint review with a with a high High quality product increment to get some feedback on it. I think that's what everyone's trying to get to. It's yeah. just the the different, you know, backgrounds and experiences and you know what teams you got and what environments they're in and when the last time we were a scrum master, all of that I think factors. Uh, but it was certainly a cool topic. Yeah, it really was. And it's I mean if if you get a chance to go to the Scrum Gathering next year at the Agile Conference, it is a really wonderful place to have amazing conversations about this kind of stuff. So absolutely. Yeah. So, dude, thank you for doing this conversation with me. Um, if people want to track you down, what's the best way? We should mention you teach for Leading Agile as well as other places. But if people want to find you, what's the best way for them to do it? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. Love, I love supporting the team at Leading Agile. I've got to say it's a it's cool to be around so many smart people and we can get together and kick around ideas like this and, and, and talk where things are. Uh, the easiest way to find me probably is on Twitter. Uh, if you look up at real Chris Lee. So, uh, the, the, the president jumped in front of me on that one, but uh, real Chris Lee, and it's also worth noting that my last name is two letters, L-I, not L-E-E. -E. So if you, if you come across a picture of a, uh, a large, bald person smiling at you, you're in the right spot. And uh, I, I do a lot of work in the continental U.S. and, and always love meeting people. So, so by all means, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on LinkedIn. Lo love to talk to you, love to connect. Cool. Thanks, dude. And I'll put links to all that stuff and spark plug as well on the bottom of the show notes. So Awesome. Folks can track you down. All right, man. Thanks. Enjoy awesome. your weekend. Thanks, man.